G'day. And the hell's going on? Okay, um, tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about some metal heads that have been making my life hellish, like a living hell on earth. Um, now, if you've walked on, um, if you've ever walked along Montalbot Road, you've probably seen signs saying M A M H. Now, what that means? That's um, the American Society of Pathetic White Sloths. Um, and now, I'll tell you, these guys have got nothing better to do under the sun than talk about Margaret Thatcher and warrior princesses um, butching around like a pumpkin patch kid. And I know we've pumped those Iraqis, but... I still don't... Do I really need to listen to the metal in a macro? Um, anyway. Look, do you mind if I drink this glass? I wouldn't mind... Um... Oh, that did the trick. Yeah, so... Um, I've got a couple of uh, bourbon... Not bourbon. Burwood, um, Burwood Ales. Now, I'm going to drink him in class. Is that okay? Does anyone want one? Well, just tell me. These things come along. If government-funded acid makes your face melt on your own ass, now, if that's made of... If I'm made of plastic, then you know what I mean. I mean, the doctors drug me after I've been a lone Aussie snipe in the secret pavilion of the Asian Tasmanian devil. Ghost hunters or tigers, if you know what I mean. I was given laser beams. I was killing ghosts of convicts past and drugging myself deeper and deeper into a kind of salty sleep. Now, if I could decipher... Anyway, I'll... I'm really sad. That's, what it's... That's the thing that I'm getting at. I'm really sad. And why? Let me tell you. I, a friend of mine, Trevor Tomopoulos. Now, he looks like a guitarist from Mad Max or a newspaper. And his style of XB makes White Horse Road no apparent excuse. And his life is even more meaningless than a sunglass hut. Um, now, Stefan Turan, there's a Chicago gangster if ever I saw one. Now, I met a leader of a, a winning team of Bulgarians who look like rock spiders and their faces look like smashed shepherds in the sunlight. They were streaming out, streaming out from some sort of dark velvet cage. Now, a useless drummer I used to know plays his drum still in this Iraqi palace, I'll call him a palace mask or a pig zagara. I've demolished him with a can of Glen 20 and a Zippo. Um... Now, heartless GIs just keep on popping into my nightmare. And as far as I know, I'm buggered. And my dirt pants 
and Blondie Rums, my Tombstone and Pig Dogs, my fact figuring and time, timing of my own everyday actions, just make for a kind of Belvedere grave digger, sort of a radioactive charlatan. And I always behave cowardly in operations of crash, crash bandits. And it's like a bomb going off for a fart or a monster popping your eyes out. Yeah, or a jerry machine gun at a tennis game. If you, when you pick yourself up, if you feel like you're just a, so like if you feel like you're just a mammal wrapped around bones, a bag of bones, you know, if you feel you're just a bag of bones, you can pump yourself up with amino acids or Boy Scout um, blood or bat bat territory, you know, or when I was back in my first confrontation, um, it was looking at a couple of, I was being perved on by some Eastern Bloc women when I was in my shower. They were perving with their uh, binoculars, uh, very long binoculars, about 10 metres, and they would actually extend from their balcony and like push out the flywire and the window that's quite high up in my bathroom but they were on the next floor up and I would only really notice this when I felt the binoculars actually touching the back of my neck and that was creepy and you know I'd say that's typical of Eastern Bloc women because they're they're pretty much after they're after um they're pretty much after one thing and that's pure love and I mean pure not like romantic love but pure love as in loving kindness purity of heart purity of spirit and they can appear to you like angels in dreams sometimes I mean especially with those blue eyes and the blonde sort of hair that they have and I've caught when I have those dreams, I call it the circuit of life. And I've named I mean there's a real circuit of life, which is the um, trapezoid between Whitehorse Road, Elgar Road, Belmore Road, Union Road, and that's sort of a circuit. And I call it um, the circuit of life. Now I would do this approximately eighty times a night and increase my speed by about one kilometre an hour until, until I was going at pretty dangerous speeds but until around 1am. Um, now, by this stage, I was getting... I mean, almost sideways near the corner of Bilo and I'd start killing myself outside the Joy Division graffiti at the tram terminus. So, I think I'm... You probably get the idea that I'm building up a picture. Um, hold on, I need a bit more beer. Oh, I almost choked on it. It's disgusting. Um, what a disgusting drink that was. Mm. Um, so. Alright, so I'm going down what I call the death circuit. It's 2am. 
I'm flying around corners without brakes. Um, I've got a tea tray set up on my dashboard with English breakfast, um, Irish breakfast and Earl Lady Grey, sorry. And each time I go around the corner, the teacups and saucers are just, you know, sort of fleeing side to side. And lucky that there's a lip on the edge of the tray that stops them from falling off. So I pull into the lights halfway down Elgar Road near Coonung and I see the uh, black beast pull up next to me and I cross the road and I see a long-haired fascist with Sodom on his um, T-shirt and then he brings over his tape deck and I wind down the window and I say, I'm bloody angry at this age and I say, listen hero weapon, do you want to back up or do you want me to back, back you up? Not as in back you up as in um, support or um, aid you, but like push you back into a bush of thorn bushes or rose bushes with thorns um, and, you know, smack you up to the grave, to the uh, Bendigo graveyard, like uh, deeper than digging for gold. So he revs up his V8 and the only one I think that the circuit one is when his engine started leaking maggots and I said what did you call me what did you call me and he said I called you dog face and I said is your name metal boy and he said German emotional what and I said you're you're a midnight emotion idiot and he stuck his wager right up the banger and they dragged off and it was a Romanian punch-on or drag race in other words and then he goes and then I've started my car and my what I call manly engine I've revved it up, lights go green, and I'm like... And he's got... His car's taken off like a portaloo. A fleshy portaloo. And I've gone sideways around the corner. Sideways. Oh, sideways, sideways, sideways. Did you get some air? Did you come up for air? Of course I did. So I throw my bottles down and my toxic urine out the window. Uh, I've got, I've reached into my subconscious and brought out uh, fired oil cinemas and severe guns and machine cisterns and I hit the button and enter the next saga of my life the next chapter and I beat him in the race and that's why I ended up outrunning the devil I did I outrun the devil um, and it was the devil that I knew which was better and it turned out alright and I went home and fell asleep knock at the door oh turn and look at my alarm clock 3.43 a.m. Uh-oh.
police. Uh, they take me down to the Maroondah Hotel. Uh, Prince Charles is in there with a fake 22 pistol. And he says, I can't do his voice, but he goes, um, so you won the race, did you beat the fight? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, do you remember what happened to Princess Di when she left me? She smashed a car up and she died. And I was like, I didn't know what to say. I felt a bit bad about it. Um, and he said, um, he said, don't process it now. Let me take you down to Montalbot Food Plus and we'll talk it over over a sausage roll and one dollar coffee. So I did. And he gave me, um, when I, when I, he and I went there and he bought me a free chicken torpedo. Uh, he microwaved it for me, which was nice, so they um, cooked the buggery out of it. And he turned out to be quite the night owl, which I didn't expect, to be honest. And uh, he showed me some films um, on the back room there. They had a video, and he knew the guy who worked there, so he watched uh, some Rick Digger films, Sea Winners, South Under, Battle of Cosmic Rice... Um, now, Percy Honky turned up and he was mating with Rick Digger's assistant and um, they they made quite sweet love uh, and they worked on through it all through the night and um, they were next to a petrol pump and because um, after people have sex, they smoke a cigarette and I told them not to and they had to they had to go move a safe distance of fifty to sixty meters away, um, which was only fair. Now I laid down some castor oil oil after that, and I spotted from pretty much from the shoes I could tell standard issue some government whores. So I um, told them that it wasn't really the place for it that it wasn't a sort of government initiative. I started scratching my face, I popped some wheelies, I smashed bongs, high-fived all of them, um, drank oil, blurted out something about the ball and cops, something rude, and started punching myself in the balls just to sort of... It's like giving yourself a cold shower or having a cup of coffee to sober yourself up. Now... When the born cops see that, when they see a bloke punching himself in the balls, they tend to think that he might have committed some sort of serious crime. And the logic behind that is that otherwise why would you be punching yourself in the balls if it weren't for some, out of some sort of contrition or, you know, self-flagellation? Um, I told them to lick my landmine, basically. And luckily at that moment, my own corrupt Box Hill CIB cobbers Sergeant Brinsky and Sergeant Higgins rocked up. That's what they that's where the expression the tables have turned come from, or the worm has turned. Because I told those worms to stick it up their pigs and rack off to the ball and rapist <laughs> which they did, and they got raped quite badly. Um, I'm not making light of that, but if the shoe fits so for the next five hours, the Montalbert metalheads, uh, the Box Hill CIB, um, some of the ex-workers from Maroondah Hotel, 
some of the um, ex, the drummer and the bass player from the Uncanny X-Men, um, some snipers, uh, 13,000 babies in a, um, in a whirlwind who had been swept up in a hurricane um, in Missouri, United States, and had been carried over the Pacific. Um, I pooed my mind. I danced. I recorded a mixtape, um, I sweated and I I designed probably the future of um, police cars in uh, for the Highway Institute of uh, Baronia and then I, well I, I did quite a lot but it had to be tedious to go through the whole list so I'll spare you the details and I should probably bring it to a wrap there because this this lesson's gone quite a bit longer than I had intended, so it's time to uh, call the banquet to uh, sudden close. I think um, before we go, learning outcomes for this module. All right, um, burnouts are another way of successful time travel. I think it's probably obvious, but I might as well spell it out for the slower ones. Uh, what else? Become friends with shady coppers. Mm. Point three. Monte Albert metalheads are dangerously lethal fun when you get to know them. And last but not least, uh, fight the fight to beat your mind and mind to beat the fight. Now, everyone, join me and raise your fist in the air. All up now. Pull your fist away and punch yourself in the head. Done that. Now come and join me, mister, punching yourself in the head again and again. That's what I've got written here. I don't know what... I, I'm not totally sure what I was thinking, but whatever. All right. Um, thanks for your participation, and I'll see you next week. Have a good week. Do the right thing. Uh, put all your rubbish in the bin and separate your recycling, whatever.